You're listening to Bellwether's podcast with Matthews Joseph. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the Bellwether's podcast. This is Matthews Joseph, your host. Today we have someone very special with us, Dalbert Pelfrey Williams. Uh, Dalbert is one of my very good friends, for, and we've been known, knowing each other for the last two to three years. We studied in the same college, and he is a visionary. That's the first thing that I can tell about Dalbert. He is also a super nerd guy, a super geek guy who actually knows how to do his way and deal his way through audio and visual systems. So we have Dalbert Pelfrey Williams, CEO of Pelfrey Media Studios, right now with us. Dalbert, welcome to Bellwether's podcast. Thank you, Matthew. You had uh, said so many great things about me. Uh, uh, I, w- I was being modest. I mean, that was the least I could tell about you. So, I mean, there is a lot more to Dalbert than those words. I mean, his vision yeah. and the things that he actually has been doing in the past days, which actually has been so huge. And, you know, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually, you know, I actually look up to him because in things that, that he does, it is actually so great how he does things, how he deals with clients, even though we had this conversation, I believe that this conversation is going to enlighten a lot of people who are going to listen to this. Yes, I believe that too. Uh, Surely, um, somehow our conversation will be helpful to so many people. Uh, it can be the end client or anyone working in the same industry as us, like audio, video, web designing, or any graphic design. It will definitely help us. I, I believe that. Definitely. So, Dalbert, can you tell me about? Can you tell the audience about what Pelfrey Media Studios is about and what do you guys actually do? Yeah, sure, Matthew. So, Pelfrey Media Company is like a, a big company that I vision. Uh, so that um, it deals in audio and video, especially in live streaming for uh, churches, for studios. We also do uh, consultancy for uh, different studios now, different churches now. Uh, we do consultancy uh, work for churches in the fields of audio setup and live streaming especially. I had so many churches come to me asking for uh, how to set up a simple live stream rig for the uh, churches due to the COVID-19 pandemic and everything. We are forced to move into the live streaming setup for uh, the churches also. Uh, till now, it was in the upper limit of churches. The very big mega churches had their own live streaming or their recording setup or their production setup. But as of now, even the smallest churches, as any small church, even with the 50 people in the congregation, are forced to have any uh, kind of a live stream setup. So I'm helping people in that. I'm helping studios uh, with setting up their acoustical environment, with their video studio, with their preview theaters and all. So I'm doing that. On the other side, uh, we are also doing web designing and search engine optimization for very select clients. So that is what Pelfrey Media does. It's actually part of our uh, ministry, which is Paul's Gospel Mission. It's a ministry for uh, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ in India. So it's actually a small part of the ministry. My dad leads the ministry. And I, we are doing the media work for the ministry. And in its side, we are also working for others. So wow. that is something that we do. That's awesome. I mean, I think uh, I think Pelfrey Media Studios is actually one company that actually boomed during the pandemic. I mean, I guess you, got, you had a big raise in clients all of a sudden because of the pandemic, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. All right, yeah, I'm just kidding. No, but, you started know. like um, a while back when I started this company last August. So I had... Uh, uh, this idea, I actually wanted to start my company even before we finished our uh, studies in college. So I wanted to do that, but I still kept my options open. I applied for different colleges. I applied for jobs. But I had something that said in my heart, no, this is not you. I had sit, I sat in a whole interview 
And still my heart said, no, this is not your job. You cannot do this in an office. So at the last moment, I said, no, I'm not going to do this. Same way, I went for the college interview. I actually scored a really good mark all over Tamil Nadu in that examination. I yeah. went for that um, college admission, but still my heart said, no, this is not something that you want to do now. So I thought about it. We prayed. My dad prayed. Me and my sister went for the inter- uh, college admission. So we prayed over there. And my God put that thought in my heart that, no, this is something that you want to do. You want to help other people. Uh, even when I was studying in my college, I used to help people. No? Uh, students with arias, they used to come to me the day before exam. I used to teach them those things. All my friends, we all study, sit together and study. So that I had a heart of helping people. So God put me, God said that you should help churches at first. So that's how I started. We came back, we had a church in our neighborhood. They wanted to set up a small rate, even starting with just their phone. So I helped with them. Then I moved on to another church with their audio issues. So that is how Welcome Media started. And as you said, this pandemic actually boosted that uh, recognition. We, I have built up so many relationships with many churches, my dad with many studios, many TV uh, uh, setups and studio owners and all. So we started that way. So uh, we went over that way and this pandemic helped kind of boosted that uh, relationship with other people and started delivering the services to them. So that is wow. it. That's, that's awesome. I mean, I think, you know, uh, I think one of the major reasons, you know, I, I uh, maybe year, a few years back while I was in college, mm-hmm. you know, I had this, I had this idea, you know, maybe I, uh, once I get done with college, you know, I should find a good job and then settle, you know, and yeah. I just go forward with my life. That's what I wanted. I never wanted to be a businessman or be an entrepreneur. That was like my, that was like, I was like, no, no I'm not going to do that. That was like my very last, 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 last day. That's like, if I have no other way, that's my, that's like my really last backup plan. But right now here we are, I start an organization. We are having a that podcast. I mean, I, I, I'm so, I'm so happy yeah, how things good. turned around. You know, we are having this conversation. Yeah, right I'm now. so happy for you to go. Thank you so much, mm-hmm. Dalvin. No, I think one of the reasons, one of the things that you were speaking about, you know, you were telling about, you know, even though when you went for the college admission, you knew that this was not something that you wanted to do. There was something that God had planned yeah. for you. You know, and I, I, I believe that this, I mean, I was recently, you know, I was listening to a couple of podcasts by John Maxwell the other day. And he was telling this mm-hmm. one particular thing. You know, there are two things that you can do. And the, the, yeah. the one thing is the things that you can do, you know, what you can do out of, uh, out of the resources and everything that you have. And the second thing mm-hmm. is the things that you're created to do. And I think we need to find yes. to do the second thing. What are we created to do? I mean, that's a major question that people are asking. What am I created to do? And, and yeah, that is, exactly. a, and what that is, is my purpose. Exactly. I mean, most people have this question, what is my purpose? What is my plan? What, what, where do I want to be? And what is my vision? Mm-hmm. And that's a major question that people, especially people in our youth, I mean, my, your, me and your age, who actually have this question. Yes. And they still mm-hmm. haven't found the answer because they're not looking at the right place because they're looking at the things that what they can do, but they're not looking at the things that they are created to do. And I think we need to find yeah. the things that you're created to do. And that's how actually you can unveil the plan and the purpose for your life. So, and exactly. we're going to move on, but I want to ask you this. Guy. So we had this conversation a couple of weeks back and you were telling, I asked mm-hmm. you about your website and you were telling me that. Uh, you are rebuilding your uh, website because you actually had a yes. different vision. So how much do you think a website projects the vision of an organization? I'd say the website is your uh, the first point of any customer journey into the relationship of a 
company or an institution. So I say the website is something that should be pinpointly projecting the vision of the company to the customer. Once the customer or the client looks at the website, they should actually know these are the things this company is providing, not just the services, but their vision. How do they want the general public or the client or any potential client to move on with their own values? So the vision of the company, uh, it's, there, there are many ways to showcase the vision and a website is very important of those. So it's more like so, a as brand said, identity, right? Yeah, exactly. The brand identity. It's not just a logo. It's not just a name. It's not just a tagline. It's just how you are, how the brand is. Imagine the brand as a person. I recently read a book about um, building a company. So they said, imagine your company as a person. So imagine how will they look? How will they talk? How will they behave? How will they interact with the person? So that is what your company is. And how they think, what do they want from their heart is their vision. So your company's vision is something that is projected out to all your clients. So imagine a company that wants to move the production value of their clients, uh, of their studio, the clients who can be studios or churches. Imagine an institution who wants to build up the youth of their gener- of uh, the recent people, the, 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 the current generation. Imagine the Imagine an institution who wants to push people forward from what they are. So those are the visions of those companies. And I'd say a website shows showcases that, that vision very clearly. So just as I said, I told you I'm, I was building my website. I had everything ready until the point of hosting it. I was ready to buy the host. My parents gave me the money to host it. But at the last moment I saw, uh, over the last few months of developing it, my vision had changed. At first, I started out as a web designer, just as a web designer and a CEO, analyst and uh, optimizer. But during those times, I actually found, I actually did some research on my own thing, on what I want to do. I, I dug deep into my own vision. I saw what is exactly that I want to do, how is exactly how I want to help people. So. I found out that my vision is to help churches and studios. I want to increase their production values. So a website development and SEO is not the only thing. A website development and SEO is not just a thing that a church or a studio needs. I mean, you can get a website for, from anyone, but that's not necessarily how you can enhance their production value, which is my vision. My vision is to, pro, is to promote and enhance the production value of a church or a studio. So I found out that what I had done, though it may be like uh, three, four months of work, okay, it's not my vision. So I need to change it. I changed, I started changing my website. It's uh, almost halfway done. Once it's done, I upload it. So a website is something that needs to promote and project your vision. Oh, exactly. That, that's, that's huge because you know, you just or you you work for three, four months for that website, and then you will realize that your vision changed. And I, I don't yeah. think I don't think most people would be like you know just like you know I'm gonna put this up. And then four months of hard work is gonna waste. But you thought differently. I mean, you thought that yeah. your vision needs. I mean, your you it is a, it's just a projection of your vision. And I think that I I think mm-hmm. all websites are. I mean, I think people need to believe that because people that just That's like exactly. once one just an online presence, but you know, there's a lot more to the website. Or your brand logo, or your to your it's it's more like your identity, and your logo and your website are like the first thing any person from the outside world comes and sees, and it is actually very very important to have it in the best way possible. 
So, I mean, uh, that was with Albert on how website enhances the projection of your vision. Okay, so moving on to our next question. Different clients have different requirements. So some may be big clients and some may be small-time clients or startups or uh, beginners. So how do you make sure that they receive the best services that you provide? Yeah, that's a really good question, actually. Uh, a big client will have uh, enough money and time to spend on uh, their request. And similarly, a small client may not have enough money or time to spend on what are they're asking for. I had clients who come to ask me, uh, I need increased sales, I need uh, a brand presence, I need just a website. So these are the things that they actually say to you. These are the things that they feel that they think that they want a website or increased sales. But actually, you need to uh, look into, look deep into what problem they're actually facing. So I ask them, what exactly is your problem? Uh, but sometimes the, that question doesn't actually work. They just repeat that I need a website. But you need to do the research on your, your part. You need to find out what exactly is their need. Sometimes uh, I had a client recently who asked for a website for a wedding. So oh, wow. his uh, main thing was he couldn't, uh, the, the actually underlying reason for the need for a website was uh, the pandemic has forced us to stop in our ways. We cannot go out to um, invite people in their own home. We cannot rent out a venue to host a wedding. So that, uh, that was his problem. He wanted to share the happiness of his sister's wedding, but that couldn't happen due to the pandemic. He couldn't go out to people. But, so I found out that you, need, you, can have, you can solve this problem through a website. But still, I, I told him all the other ways uh, that he can solve the problem through. He can just have a YouTube live and send the link uh, of the event. He can just uh, send out the invitations in WhatsApp. So those are the things. I explained to him that the ways that you can solve this problem are these things. But if you, the, we have website is something that, which can help people bring in, uh, come into one single place, right? Uh, you cannot be sending out two different links for everyone. You cannot be sending out a link for your video then another invitation and everything and so on and so on. But you can just send a, a website as a link so people can come in, they can see uh, if the people who are living by uh, close by, they can see uh, like the a, venue, like the timings and everything. Yeah, I understood the problem of that specific client that moment that he needs to share his happiness and he thinks uh, he can just use a website to overcome those uh, problems that he is facing. So that is the thing that you can do. A big client or small client, they have something at their inmost. They have their emotional needs. You need to talk to those emotional needs. You need to find those things. And once you find out a solution that will help to clear their emotional needs as well, uh, what they're asking, what they're requesting for you, that will actually help you promote your own business too. That will actually help you solve their problem. And people at the, at the very base, they are not looking for a service. They are looking for a solution. So that is what I think. Big company or small company, big client or small client, uh, you can have a client that has turnovers in millions and uh, you can have a, a client that may be just starting out, but their underlying thing is they need a solution for that specific problem. So uh, start selling solutions, not services. So that is how you can meet all clients. Oh, that's, that's, that's really great. You know, I think, you know, uh, what, you know, more like when I understand what you just said, I think you need to understand the heartbeat of the client, you know, what they want, yeah, exactly. so what, what, what is that you need to provide to them and you need to study them. 
And it's not like you just go ahead. So somebody comes for you for a website and you just like, you know, build it up. You need to ask them some certain questions. Okay, what is your limit? What is your budget? And uh, what what do you want to distribute in this? And how many tabs you need? How many, uh, how, what content do you want to, uh, what do you want to produce in this? You know, I think there is like a lot of questions like these that you need to ask and, you know, get to know what the client wants, the heartbeat of the client. And I don't think it's just like just for the website. I mean, for anything. I mean, even if for starting a studio or build, yeah. uh, doing a song or recording a song or doing a mixing or mastering or any AV related or almost everything that you do for a client, I think you need to more understand yeah. the heartbeat and what they want, what their vision of it is and what they want, or what they do, what do they want? Where do they see the product come up in the next five years? I mean, you need to ask all these questions and understand what exactly that they want. And only then can you move ahead and, you know, go ahead and do something like that. Otherwise, you know, yeah. uh, otherwise you're just doing, uh, otherwise you're doing it normally, like you're just providing a service. I mean, it, it is different. I mean, you need to find, you need to give them a solution. And I think that's what the one thing that the world really needs right now. And we all need solutions. I mean, day-to-day uh, -day problems. I mean, when, when, when there was a problem with commutation, Henry Ford found, uh, found the car. And then he and that and that car was not possible for uh, long drives, and so they started adapting. They started upgrading, and that's how we, mm. we have Ford trucks. We have Ford for uh, we have Ford cars for many years. He has come up because one man saw the vision. So how that car yes. could prove the way to have a commutative method for the world in the next hundred years, and that yes, that he found in, uh, he found that the vision of his organization was a solution and he knew that both actually was the same and that's how he actually mm -hmm. made he could actually you know that's how Ford actually become a multi-million dollar brand a multi-billion dollar brand which spans across yeah, almost exactly. every other nation in this world so you know that is how a vision actually you know uh, a vision actually advances and I think uh, the other day when Bonnie Andrews was here he was also saying the same thing he had this mm -hmm. vision that to, uh, to affect 25 million youth by the year 2030 but yeah. he's saying like he's going to rewrite that soon because he believes that they can achieve more than that. You know, that is actually yeah, how you yeah. advance your vision. And, you know, uh, that's, that's what I love about Dalbert. What Dalbert was saying at the beginning, you know, I, I, he envisioned his company becoming a big company in the future. I mean, maybe five years from now, maybe 10 years from now, uh, it, might be, it, it might be even 20 years from now, but he actually sees the product right now. And he yeah. sees that what his company would be in 20 years. And that is exactly what we need. And most businessmen, we need a mission. Uh, we need a real vision. We need a real vision. We need to write down our vision. I mean, I wrote, I write down my vision when I was starting in April to 2020, when I was starting Bell with us and when I was writing uh, before, uh, when that went on to the podcast. So in April, 2020, I wrote that in the next one year, I need to start a podcast. And that was my aim. Mm -hmm. And in like six to seven months, I, I did start a podcast. I mean, that is the fulfilling of the vision. And it doesn't end there. There's like, we have a lot of things lined up with our team. So I was talking to them the other day and we had a lot of these things we have set up all these things this is what we need and you know that is how you advance your vision and you know the people who are with you when you place yourself with the right people and you they help you advance your vision and in, in case of Dalbert, i mean yeah. his family is supporting him his father and his mother and his sister they're like you know go ahead and do it i mean we need people like that we need people who inspire and motivate us to do the impossible and you know that's how yes. you actually uh, uh, you fulfill your vision so i mean that was the story of dal but dal just told uh, told us how uh, how the big client how to solve how to understand the heartbeat of different clients through understanding their vision so moving on dal but i think this is one of the main questions that most people in the, uh, the next question that i'm going to ask you i think this is one of the main 
problems that is actually associated with the uh, audio and media or av industry especially and most people and i i think most people mo- most people like you and i think even i think that this is very much true so uh, don't you think that the audio video uh, audio and video video industry is underrated yes i do actually i think about that uh, quite a lot i see um, the tv channels i see so many studios who are actually very very much underrated in the minds of public very public and even their potential clients you know i've seen those things that happen uh, people don't actually understand the amount of work uh, that goes into media industry in any simple thing uh, consider an, an audio recording maybe a video shoot or even uh, something like this podcast people sometime i guess they don't understand how much effort um, goes into making those things um see consider the following examples i we make a small 2 minute devotion every day it's uh, just 2 minutes which is short story with uh, as little explanation of from the bible at the end so it goes on for just 2 minutes and it takes around 30 minutes to record to mix uh, with along with a small instrumental behind and to export and to send it to prepare a matching image for it and it takes about a day to get the story ready you know so that much of work actually goes into just two minutes of recording that you finally has to release it similarly we see a video from bbc from discovery all the time in you know phones and uh, if we see beautiful pictures of animals in instagram but there are so much of things that has to go behind it and i think one reason might be people uh the general public they don't get to see the behind the scenes of these um, massive productions so i guess that might be one reason so i learned recently that the clients who actually see the amount of work you put in for uh, even a simple report they actually tend to value you more than what you would think you for yourself for you know uh, i had a client who asked me to prepare a report uh, for his theater a preview theater in his studio so i had spent around maybe two weeks for his work researching all possible acoustical elements and all speakers and projectors screens and everything so when i finished the report and sent him an invoice for just two days of work he was very much astonished actually he understood the amount of work that had went in through seeing all the things that i had typed in all the images that i had collected it was around a 30 page report so he understood what goes into all those things so he was willing to pay more for that thing i had a similar client who asked um, a consultation report for starting out a tv channel actually and i had worked for like two days and sent him an invoice for just one and he wanted to pay me just 500 rupees for it like that is i guess i understand that he didn't know that amount of work that actually goes into that preparation of report that was two days of work but it was maybe 10 years of learning behind that we had a tv channel back in 2008 9 so right from that you all your experiences everything that you study from those childhood days and after that i had my media course in college that and this one year of working with so many clients those are the things that actually go into one day of typing it into a report 
So people uh, tend to underrate and underestimate the media industry because they don't know everything that goes into it. The, I had clients who asked uh, to record a song for just three thousand rupees. That is because they actually do not they do not know how many number of takes that we had to do just for the vocals. Then comes the instruments. Then maybe redubs, uh, all the ad libs, and then we need to mix, then master all those things. Imagine uh, you just need to just for starting out, you need to you need to invest lakhs and lakhs for the equipment, for the acoustic treatment, and everything. So the main reason I say that people think both audio production and video production industry is underrated. They do not know what goes behind in the scenes. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. I mean, I think that the AV industry is more like a final product based industry. So you only see the photograph, or you only see the video that comes out of it, or you only see the song that you play on Spotify that comes out of it, or yeah. even for even in the case of this podcast, you only hear the podcast. I mean, they don't see the mm-hmm. back end part. I mean, there's a lot of work that is associated with the AV industry. I mean, even for taking uh, for what you were just saying about making a song. So first, you actually yeah. had to tune the song. and you had to write the lyrics mm-hmm. and you had to give the tuning and then you had to create the tracks for each instrument for a keyboard for a drums for a for a bass guitars electric guitars and everything so you need to create yeah. a track and then you need to go to a studio and you need to do the entire thing with multiple takes the whole song so most people think like a 5 minute song can be done in an hour but you know i i i don't mostly think like that because i think it takes maybe a couple of days to and then yeah, you exactly. have to do it over and over and again and then you get the final the the one that is pleasing to you and then you actually mix it then you master it and then lies the video video shoot time and then you had to go and do the video shoot and take the stills and sometimes we need to take yeah. i mean some people use uh, helicams and drones for these and some people use just mm-hmm. like a dslr stand with a gimbal so and people do this over and over again and after they do it it, it takes a lot of time for this for this process to take place and after that yeah, exactly Speaking of process and drones, I had a good friend in my college. He he bought a drone. He 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 just started learning how to fly. He bashed into walls so many times, almost broke it. Then he threw it away. Got another drone. Another drone. He learned really uh, amazing uh, stuff to do from his drone. Then he switched on to a DJI drone later. Then after that, he started working. he started working in industries in cinema industry he went out for shoots in so many um, weddings and all one day he sat with me and he explained how he prices his uh, expertise he is not just pricing it for his time like uh, people may ask just for one day one day off he may need to just cover it for just 3 hours of an wedding event but all those things is repeated attempts those failures those things that shaped him all his experiments that's what he's actually charging for i mean yes that is very much true. i mean i i'm reminded of this particular story of picasso mm-hmm. that i heard from a friend of mine so he was saying me you know picasso was uh, a lady came a lady comes to picasso and uh, asked mm-hmm. picasso can you paint i can you draw my picture in 30 seconds and picasso was like yes i can do and in 30 seconds he uh, i think it might, it might be 30 minutes maybe i'm not exactly sure but you know Picasso uh, draws that picture in that particular amount of time 
And after mm-hmm. after Picasso draws a picture, Picasso hands over her picture to her, and she sees that she she's about to walk away. And Picasso asks, "Ma'am, my thirty million dollars, please." So that lady was like, "You know, why do you need? Uh, why do I need to pay you thirty million dollars for this picture?" I mean, he and he was like, "You know, it might be just like thirty minutes or thirty seconds for you." but that was 30 yeah. years for me to prepare to do this picture and you know exactly. and to to and practice makes a man perfect and that is very much true mm-hmm. and the more you practice exactly. the more you use the resources that you have over and over again that's when you actually get to know your potential and you know i think i, I think one of the when you when you try your extent when you try your fullest potential that's when you unleash who you are and that's when you actually unleash your purpose and potential is one of the major things that actually helps you uncover your purpose for your for your life and you know this is the same thing i mean because picasso was able to draw that picture in that 30 minutes or 30 seconds but that lady was only uh, that lady was only seeing the final product i mean the time that the yes. 30 years that he took i mean just like you said the friend that who was working on the drone i mean it might have crashed multiple times but still the end product i mean you have to actually go through all these things you had to try it again and again and i think failure is never an option for us and uh most people i mean i i actually tell this all the time failure is not a negative thing it's actually a positive thing and you actually see that as the next opportunity to see something else through so uh, i'm reminded but uh, a few a few a few months back i mean i think i asked you also about, about this i was doing something called an instagram live thing called belvetus uh, belvetus show so we actually had yeah. to be- yeah we're actually i mean we are planning to feature you as well and so we are actually having all these things and all going on so i i did a couple of people and other responses were, were very nice people were seeing but you know i was seeing i was not content with that i mean i was like you know this is not what i need to do i mean this is something that yes. i can do but i understood that this is not something that i'm created to do so i I, yeah. i was like i was looking into it i was digging in so i understood that this this is nothing that i can do so i need to advance this i mean this is something that actually can be uh, that can that's a live show and only only certain people can access at certain time and that it might pop up in your mm-hmm. feed or not but your your reach is very much limited and that's when i started yes. i was thinking what if i actually start a podcast and then from that i can develop it into a video podcast and things like that so that was my basic idea on starting the podcast and i was like i was working on this i was thinking about this and i was working around it and uh, and to my surprise i mean i i i actually knew this was one thing that while doing the belvetus show it was just me so i didn't actually work with the team so I, even though i was i was capable of ha- handling a team i actually thought i could do this by myself but that's when i actually mm-hmm. understood from my particular mistake that you know it is not it is not just me i mean you need you need a team to sustain and to thrive and when you have a team that's when i actually understood from my mistake so when i was starting the podcast about a month and a half back so i started approaching different people different people who i thought would be able to implement this and who would be able to give inputs to this and we actually gathered a team of five people around us and that's how we are working mm-hmm. so we have audio people who work on the audio engineering part some people who actually do the content creation part some people who actually are working on developing the video uh, the podcast or to do it on youtube in the future so we we yeah. actually had this five people set i mean i actually advanced so you know it is just like you said the friend that actually broke the drone i mean that did not stop him I and mean, that that one failure that one inability to do the things that what he wanted to do did not stop him from doing something trying something new again and that's how i mean even though he charges 10000 rupees for one particular shoot or you know the amount that anybody puts in but i believe that it, that amount is an apt remuneration 
for the hard work that that person has been putting it in, into it for all these years. And we only see a, a glimpse of the final product, but there is a long journey to that every person can see. And I believe that's a story yes. for most of us uh, as I well, because even though, I mean, you started a studio, but you actually had to go, you actually had to learn these things. I mean, how to deal with cables, how to do with the production, uh, production facilities. Yes how to design a particular studio, how to design, how to assign proper tracks, how to uh, do things differently. I mean, you actually had to study this a lot, maybe through all through your four years of college and you had to do, you had to put in extra works. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I, because I used to see you all the time and you were doing something extra all the time. You were always running around getting the keys from the EMT lab and yeah. you know, you were running around all the time. And I, I used to see that all the time. So, and I believe that that extra work that you put is the same reason why, you know, people actually come ahead and, you know, people have a trust in your studios, in your media company, you know, that I think that is the, the quality of work you do. And people only see the best quality you do, but you actually had to do a lot of hard work in the last four to five years to get where you are yes. right now. And I believe that, you know, hard work is actually very much underrated and people are, I mean, just like the AV industry, I mean, people actually see only the outcome. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm being very honest here because I think people actually see only uh, only the industry over here, and you know, people yes. only uh, people only see the what is the final product is. So, so uh, there's a celebrity, and you know, the, there might be celebrities, and we, we only see the glam life. But there was always a gloom life where they had to go through particular stuff. They had to go through rejections. I mean, uh, going into auditions and probably they had been kicked out. And you know, I'm mean, even Elon Musk. I mean, one of the one of the one of my people I actually look up to because I'm very much intimidated by him because he is actually a huge guy who actually does things so much differently than anyone else on the planet. And he actually had yeah. to go through different failures to launch SpaceX, Tesla, and, you know, do all these things. I mean, it, it, it is huge to how he actually had to fight against all those things that was against him to be where he is right now. And, you know, even though, he, I mean, you take any person, any billionaire, even this Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos or uh, Warren Buffet or anybody, I mean, they all went through this. They actually had to go through the hard work and they had to put in extra, extra, extra hours and extra, maybe they slept for four hours, maybe they slept for three hours, maybe th people might have done that, but still they had to go through all this yes. hard work to get where they are. And I believe that, you know, I, that is the story of Dalbert. I mean, for four years, he actually worked hard to create a studio that he never thought he would, but actually God actually had this plan and purpose for him to do that. And he actually is now running around with fully tight pack schedules with clients, with developing media softwares and do, uh, doing uh, studio setups for different churches around India. And I'm actually so happy and proud of you because, you know, it's actually a great thing to see you all like, all like this and, you know, your vision of your organization. And I, I think that is actually something that, you know, uh, inspires a motivation in many of us right now. And I believe that, you know, maybe our juniors or maybe people who are actually, you know, people who are willing to look for a career in AV industry, I believe this is going to be a great inspiration to them. And so I have this final question for you. Is there something that you want to tell to all those people who are struggling in the industry right now or and the people who are actually willing to get into this industry? Yeah, there is something that, uh, say, like, it's not like an advice. I'm not in a position to give an advice. I'm still experimenting so many things with my own life, with my own business, with my own vision. So uh, be open to change. There are so many things that you can change, starting from you, your vision, how you envision yourself and... There are so many things that you might think that you are made for, but just as you said, there are things that you can do and there are things that you are created to do. Find your purpose, find something that you are created to do. 
it, it may take like maybe a few years to find that you may uh, stumble around you may start at a job but there is something that speaks to you at your heart uh, people call it conscious and we call it uh, god's will god's voice but god will actually take you to what he has designed for you and at all the times at 100% what god has designed for you is so much better than what you can think for yourself so that is one thing and for starting out in media it's media is a very expensive industry to be fair actually uh, the a good mic that you can buy um, will start will cost you definitely uh, maybe 7000 rupees that's 100 dollars just for starting out you, you might need to spend that much and that's you can there's nothing that you can do just with the mic then you need a decent laptop to at least record then you need a good quality pair of headphones or monitors to edit the audio then uh, speaking of video then you at least need to invest in a good phone so it's an expensive thing but just as every other creator out there says start with what you have if you think that once i get that expensive equipment i will start once i get that expensive equipment i will improve that's not going to happen that quick actually um, start with what you have and you can actually experiment that is a god given chance to improve yourself the lowest of everything will actually bring the best of yourself i have a computer that that is actually not mine it's my sister's laptop she has um, lend that laptop to me and that is how we do our all our audio productions i have a really old laptop of mine which does not even run which could not even run windows or any other good quality os that can support a good uh, production software like premiere pro or anything so i am running something a really outdated looking software called kdn live and that is how i edit my video so that is something that you are put into and use that life and god puts you in some places to teach you some things and the very same is very true in media the very smallest of beginnings helps you to learn the best of lessons so um you can actually learn how exactly to bring out an emotion through an a song or a small podcast or small devotion maybe some through a small video you when you start out with so little to work you you put so much of your brain into it so that is something that can help you to propel so fast in media so you also get to know how to do things really better and also how to do things really cheap so that is something that you learn along the way that helps you to deal with all the kinds of clients but i'd say keep a standard for yourself even if a client is willing to pay you just 100 rupees 500 rupees bring out the standard output that you can do at that uh, price point so that is something that will help you promote your relationship with the client uh, most people they think that advertisements can propel or enhance their business but the main thing people buy uh, from a company is through their relationship with the company it's either a direct relationship or a word of mouth relationship through their friend but people believe other people people believe other testimonies people believe the relationship they have with the company so building up on that relationship is what helps you to grow more uh, it can be referred by a client only if you do the best work for your own client so that is something that you can it will be helpful for you in media because there are so many studios out there 
the uh, take chennai for example take coimbatore for example uh, these are not the very biggest of metropolitan cities around the world they are like emerging cities in india and they have easily 50 60 studios everywhere audio or video studios there are so many media outlets present on youtube spotify are like the very well known there are so many like this uh, there there's no uh, scarcity of people waiting to listen to something waiting to watch some video there you can just put out a video and people will watch it but you need to start it somewhere but i'd say start it in a good standard way that you can your clients will start to promote you when when you have a client who shows their video out there proudly uh, who is willing to feature your name at the end of their video that is how your business develops so do your work with whatever you have in the best way possible i'd say that is something that i can tell to people who are just starting out Yeah, that's actually huge, and I'm actually re- reminded by this particular quote I heard from uh, Ro- Pastor Robert Mado the other day. He said, "Like mm. this, if you want to be changed, you need to be challenged." And you know, yes. we are, we are, we were in a, in a in a pre-COVID situation. We were all not changed. We were, we actually people were looking for change, and then the 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 COVID challenge came in, and we had to change. So we had to adapt ourselves. Yes. And in the same way, you know, people who are actually listening to us right now, here listening to you might be listening to this podcast right now. Maybe you know months from, months later from when this broadcasted, maybe years later, but still, you your your vision has a purpose. You 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 your vision. has a purpose and you are actually over here on this earth to do something that only you can fulfill and you know it, it might be a av it might be an audio visual company it might be anything but you know you just need to start digging on it you need to start working on you need to start getting out of your comfort zones and you know you you have to do a lot of researches and you have to do a lot of hard work and you know just let's just just go ahead and do it and that's how actually you can achieve what you want to do in your life and also thank you so much dalbert for that those encouraging words i mean all through i mean this is one of the most uh, heated i mean this is one of the most heated topics that most people refuse to discuss even the audio video industry and it, it is so much underrated and the more we can tell stories about how people like you actually struggle i mean how you actually had to talk with clients i mean how to deal with thing how to how you guys actually made a consulting proposal so that they could actually you know they could actually see the hard work that you guys are putting and the the long variety of works and the variety of things that you actually do behind to get one song that is 3 minutes it might take at least 3 months sometimes but it is actually something huge and i want to tell all i want i want to tell this to all those av people out there who are still who might be struggling who might be still planning to start the av company but look at dalbert pelfrey williams i mean the odds were against him but still he actually found that you know there is something that he needs to do and i want to say the same to all those people out there you know there is something that you can do just strive against all those odds and you know be be fruitful and just do it so thank you so much for listening to belvetus podcast and thank you so much dalbert pelfrey williams for coming over here and talking about us you know you can check him out in the episode description we have put up some links to his profiles so you can go ahead if you want to hit him up if you want to talk to him that's also cool and you know he's he's actually a very cool person and you actually can he's a very approachable person also and he's also a very good friend of mine once again thank you so much dalbert and i want to thank everybody who thank is listening thank you so much matthew i need to thank you for all your encouraging words actually i have been listening to this podcast the very first episode right on so and uh, even the Uh, well, the show you did live on Instagram that was really really helpful for me. You know, so I believe the same way this interview, this podcast will be also helpful to someone even later in life. 
yeah definitely that's that's our vision that's my vision that's our team's vision to inspire people to motivate people so again thank you so much dalbert thank you so much to all those people who are listening to us right now and you know if you just so stay tuned and if you can if you really really love these podcasts do not forget to hit the subscribe/follow button and make sure you stay tuned because next week we have someone special and something different coming up so stay tuned and chill out Thank you.